everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. From the creators of Courageous and Fireproof comes War Room, a powerful new film about fighting life's battles in prayer. Tony and Elizabeth Jordan's marriage is turning into a battle. I just got a notification that you moved money from our savings into your checking account. Can we talk about this later? And their daughter is caught in the crossfire. You do not want World War III to break out in your home. No, no, I don't. Until Elizabeth meets Miss Clara. This is my favorite place in this house. I call it my war room. And learns that prayer is a powerful weapon. You wrote prayers for each area of your life. A prayer strategy. I sure could use some of that. War Room. In theaters August 28th, starring Alex Kendrick, Priscilla Shirer, T.C. Stallings, Beth Moore, and Karen Abercrombie. Lord, we need an army of believers. Lord, call us to battle. Raise them up, Lord. Raise them up. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Tickets and showtimes available now at warroomthemovie.com. You've just heard the 60-second promo of a powerful movie I had the joy and honor of recently viewing, War Room. With me today is its co-writer, producer, and New York Times best-selling author and screenwriter and brother to director and co-writer Alex, both fondly known as the Kendrick Brothers and widely known as the two associate pastors from Sherwood Baptist Church who, with a dream, a step of faith, and a lot of prayer, have changed the way we look at Christian filmmaking today. With four successful films, $78 million in combined domestic box office revenue, and distribution in over 76 countries, their prior releases, Flywheel, Facing the Giants, Fireproof, and Courageous, are proof that nothing is impossible with God, and everything is attainable if God is in it. And my next guest shares how. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome to testimony a great pleasure indeed, writer and producer of the soon-to-be-released War Room movie, Pastor Stephen Kendrick. Stephen, welcome to testimony. Thank you, Jensine. It's my honor to be a part of your program today. Well, it's great to have you here today, Steve, and I had the pleasure of speaking with you off the record prior to our interview, um, as well as viewing your latest great film, War Room, releasing in theaters nationwide on August 28th. I laughed, I cried, but most of all, I was greatly inspired. But before we get to all of this in part one of our two-part conversation today, Stephen, would you just begin to share with our listeners some of your own story, how you came to faith in Jesus Christ, and then let's segue into the movie industry. And finally, what is it really like working with your director brother, Alex? Stephen, please tell us your story. Sure. Well, um, my story begins uh, with a great-grandfather who was living wild and uh, told God he didn't want to have anything to do with him. And uh, he lived about 40 years in just kind of wild rebellion, and um, he fathered my grandfather, who was seven feet tall, and became an alcoholic, uh, dysfunctional dad, 
And uh, my great-grandfather, though, had a dream that he was falling into hell, and he grabbed a root that he was hanging on to that saved him. And after he woke up from that dream, he went to a church and heard the gospel and surrendered his life to Christ. And uh, then he reached out to his son, who was in his 40s at the time, and challenged him to live for the Lord. And my grandfather ended up walking down the aisle in a church and said, if I got what I deserved, I'd be in hell right now. He surrendered his life to Christ. Uh, my dad, who was 13 years old, was given a Bible and challenged to live for the Lord. And while, while as a teenager, he gave his life to Christ. And so we grew up in a home where our father was trying to figure out what does it mean to be a godly man, a godly dad, a godly husband, because his father had not demonstrated it for him. So I would stumble upon my dad not looking at pornography. I'd stumble upon him on his knees in his prayer closet, crying out to God for God to help him learn how to be a, a good man and a good dad. And uh, he married a praying woman, our mother, uh, even now at 73 years of age, uh, gets up early every morning and prays for her three sons and her 19 grandchildren by name. And uh, we've seen incredible answers to prayer in their lives. We saw the Lord provide uh, to the penny what they would pray for to meet a need. Or uh, our dad launched a Christian school in 1989 that is now just celebrated their 25th anniversary recently. And uh, we saw so many miracles of answered prayer in, in that whole endeavor. And so we didn't just hear about God at church or hear the stories or miracles of Scripture. Uh, we also saw it in our parents' lives growing up. And I, I love what the Apostle Paul said. He said, my faith, I don't want your faith to be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So he said that, that I didn't come as a demonstration of great speeches. I came as a demonstration of God's power. And I think about so many kids in this generation are growing up in homes where they hear uh, truths from Scripture, and that's awesome. But then they forsake their faith when they go off to college, and it's almost like we talk them into one thing when they're young, and somebody else talks them out of it when they're older. But I think back to when I saw God's power at work in our home through answered prayer, and I know undeniably that there is a living, powerful God in heaven who cares about us and is involved in the details of our daily lives and wants us to have a relationship with Him. So it was very natural for Alex and I, uh, when we heard the gospel as young, uh, young boys, to give our lives to Christ. And then as teenagers, we fell in love with the Lord ourselves, studying the scriptures for ourselves, walking with him, watching him change our hearts and the hearts of those around us as people gave him their lives. And so it has been very natural for us to, to want to call people to prayer, because we believe in it. We're in a praying church even now, and every one of the movies that we made have, have been a demonstration of the answers to prayer, uh, one after another, in order for the movie to even take place. You know, it's just a string of miracles. But surrendering your life to Jesus Christ is the greatest thing anyone can do. And I've told people, if I could become somebody else, if I could become the president, if I could become uh, Tom Cruise, if I could become whoever, pick somebody famous, the very first thing I would want to do is to get on my knees and cry out to Jesus to save me and to change me, because I know uh, that's the greatest thing you could ever do. Amen and amen, and you've answered so beautifully my next question in part, why you do what you do, and 
If your movies in any way reflect your own personal life and the characters portrayed in the movies that you released to huge success, Stephen, let me ask you now, in your view, with the moral decay and breakdown of our nation, the family unit, the virtual dissolution of the marriage covenant as God intended, is War Room, in your view, your most critical work to date? We've been we've been talking about that because a year and a half ago, when the Lord focused us in on the issue of prayer, and He kept saying, "Call my people back to prayer." Uh, we started walking by faith and trusting the Lord and making war room. And so, now that we've finished the movie and we've seen what's happened in our nation, even in the last six months, and the increasing persecution on the church, the the continued moral decay in our nation, uh, the rapid de- the diminishing of marriage and family. And we think historically in Scripture and in Christian history and in American history, when times got bad, what would God do? He would call his people back to repentance and back to united prayer. And the Great Awakenings in America, it's actually refreshing to hear how bad it was in our country back in the 1700s before the Great Awakenings, because the, the family was falling apart. The church was in moral decline. There was disease that was rampant. There were attacks from other nations on America, and there was economic failure in our country. And believers began to cry out to God in humble, united faith. And the Lord showed up in power and completely turned our nation around. He's, he's done it multiple times. And so I think, what does his word say? If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. He says, I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. And for such a time as this, I believe God is across denominational, across racial lines. He's unifying his church through prayer. And I believe in the midst of all the darkness that he is calling the church to be the light of the world again. Amen and amen. We are called to be salt and light. So, Stephen, in our remaining moments here, what do you want every viewer to take away from having watched War Room? And are there resources that will be provided at a later date to help those who have watched your movie dig deeper even into the Word of God, learn how to pray, and then teach others to do the same? Yes. When people go see War Room, they're going to really enjoy the storyline. They're going to laugh a lot. They'll probably cry some, as you had (laughs) testified when you saw the movie. But they will be inspired with an authentic story about answered prayer. And at the end of the film, when they hear and see what happens at the end of the movie, they're going to be challenged personally uh, to engage the Lord in prayer. And I want people, when they walk out of the theater, uh, to, to know in their hearts that there is a living God in heaven who is powerful, and he invites us into relationship with him. And he tells us, ask and you will receive, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open to you. And even as Jesus prayed all night before he called his disciples, or Esther uh, called the people to prayer for three days before she engaged the king, uh, or the church in, in the book of Acts was praying and then Peter was released from prison, I think we need to be engaging the issues of our families, our churches, and our communities in prayer first. We need to be praying before we make major decisions. We need to be praying before we try to deal with problems, even in the political realm, because it is a spiritual battle that we're fighting. And if we try to engage in the physical realm first before fighting in the spiritual realm, we have the, we have the cart before the horse. You know, it's like trying to, 
in baseball run to third base first, you know. God says repeatedly in Scripture that prayer needs to be a priority. And even as Jesus cast the money changers out of the temple, he said the priority of the church is prayer. My house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations, he said. Or Paul in 1 Timothy 2, he says, first of all, let there be prayers, petitions, supplications, thanksgivings be made for all men. And so we want people, when they see War Room, to be inspired to prayer. And then we, we want churches to use the film to call their people back to prayer. You can go to warroommovieresources.com and see all the different resources across uh, the, the spectrum of age, from preschool all the way up to adults, in tools that churches can use to equip their, their, their members to begin to pray together and engage the Lord so that we can see God move mightily on our behalf. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Stephen Kendrick, New York Times best-selling author, co-producer, and writer of the powerfully moving and soon-to-be-released War Room movie in theaters August 28th. You can learn more about the Kendrick brothers, Alex and Stephen, by going to KendrickBrothers.com and get your tickets now at WarRoomTheMovie.com, a must-watch film for the entire family, church, or anyone needing hope encouragement, and the power of prayer. Stephen, thank you for sharing just a little of your story and the power and purpose of a vision when it is given by God and then by His grace, implemented with courage and faith, and yes, prayer, the focus of your latest great release war room. We look forward to hearing much, much more next week. God bless you. Thank you so much, Jen Saint. We'll look forward to next week. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.